Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Today's story is about a school play, unexpected turns, and a box full of baby ducks. It's also about me, your host, Anupam Kher. But mostly, it's about making you smile. Welcome to Anupam Cares. Chapter 2 learning to fly I want to tell you the story of my first play back when a budding young actor named Anupam Kher was in 5th standard and Shimla was still a small beautiful hill station Now I'm proud to say that in my very first play I was cast in the lead role the hero and while i would like to believe that i got that role because mrs bajaj my teacher saw my immense acting potential <laughs> unfortunately i don't think that was the case you see mrs bajaj was this wonderful roly poly teacher but she was a little lazy she didn't like carrying her heavy handbag to and from school so every morning i would go to her house pick it up and then leave it just outside the school's gate so she could walk in like she had carried it the whole way and for that little act of kindness i was rewarded with a lead role i was made the king and in the story my job was to rescue a damsel from a villain now in fifth standard i not only had a beautiful mop of hair but i was also very slender real thin Mrs Bajaj wanted to cast someone my total opposite as the villain so she chose the milkman's son Nand Kishor alias Nandu <laughs> and Nandu had clearly drunk a lot of milk <clears throat> he was um, powerful in fact he was a hulk five times bigger than i was in every direction but mostly width <laughs> <laughs> I 
Kenny's school play, the final scene had a duel. And I, the scrawny king, was supposed to fight this powerful gunda to win the fair maiden. It was a sweet folktale, and as we had choreographed it, I was supposed to take my sword and flash it in the air, then give the dialogue, Chala ja, chala ja, na bakwaaz kar tu. Which loosely translated as, Get out, get out, don't talk rubbish. And then I would knock Nandu down with a little sword fight. Then he would get up, and I would again say, Chala ja, chala ja, na bakwaaz kar tu. Get out, get out, don't talk rubbish. And again he would fall. We were supposed to do it three times before I could claim victory. To tell you the truth, to a puny little fellow like me, it felt wonderful. My confidence rose at every play practice and while Nandu didn't enjoy being humiliated on stage, especially because he could beat me to a pulp with ease off stage. This was a play and in the play, we had to follow Mrs. Bajaj's rules. So we practice just like that. And on the big day, all 14 members of my family came to see the play. As the curtain went up, I was thrilled. For me, this was a way to finally get notice. In school, I never got great marks and I couldn't run fast. Once my PT teacher saw me running, he said, even if you run alone, you will come second. I was so thin that my mother used to put extra books in my school bag so that if the wind blew, I wouldn't be carried away. And now, Anupam Kher was finally in the spotlight. Before the curtain rose, I peeked out and noticed a little tension in the audience. On one side was my family and friends proudly packed into this little auditorium and on the other side was Nandu's family who also had come to see the play. The difference was striking. On Nandu's side, you had rows full of big moustaches and biceps. Lots of meat on those bodies. And they seemed angry from the start. But I was just focused on my father and smiled and relaxed into the part. To tell you the truth, the play was going great. My dad was beaming with that proud dad smile all parents seem to get when they see their kids on stage. The acts went on smoothly. Kids remembered their lines and then we moved to the finale. Finally, my time to shine. So, I rescued the maiden, pulled her to my side of the stage, then geared up for the big sword fight. I took my place and confidently said... I could hear the delighted clapping from my father's side of the stage. Then I made a quick jab and Nandu fell down. I gave my line a second time. This time with more vigor. And again Nandu fell down. Just as we had rehearsed, now it was time for me the kill. I belted the line out one final time. When... I was suddenly interrupted. There in the audience, I saw Nandu's father standing and screaming, Nandu! Abke gira to ghar na Which translated into, Nandu, if you fall down a third time, don't bother coming home. 
I was confused. So was Mr. Bajaj and the rest of the cast, but Nandu? He seemed to know exactly what to do. As the audience began clapping, chanting together, Nandu, Nandu, Nandu. Nandu looked at his father and all the other milkmen and then he focused his gaze on me. I don't know exactly what Nandu was thinking, but I knew he was no longer in character and he was no longer following the script. As the audience continued to cheer him on, Nandu rewrote the ending. He picked up this scrawny king, held me high above his head, and then he threw me into the audience, into my father's lap. And then triumphantly, in an inspired moment of playwriting, he looked at his father and delivered a final line. Babu, can I come home now? I can still hear the cheering. For Nandu, it was a great night. For me and Mrs. Bajaj, it was a disaster. At the end of the night, they still decided to do the press distribution ceremony. I did not win the Best Actor Award or Best Supporting Actor. I thought maybe, maybe I would get a consolation prize. After all, <laughs> I had taken flight that night. But I didn't get that either. When you live in a small town, in a small house with just one small room, like we did, there isn't anywhere to go to be alone. You can't really hide. So I sat in the corner, wallowing. Nandu na cheat kiya. And then I saw my father come in from outside. He had plucked these wild yellow flowers on his walk home and turned them into a clumsy little bouquet. And then, in Kashmiri, he said, Im poche se khatra. Kya parvai chunan? Se kurut ho, se hurut. Kushish karut se? These flowers are for you, my son. Not for losing, but for trying. When you are a child, there are moments when nothing can comfort you except your parents' words. And sitting there holding a bouquet blanketed in the love of my father, I felt like the best actor in the world. That night, my father seemed to catch me twice. First, when I had landed in his lap. Then again, when he gently showed me a way forward. The beloved children's TV host, Mr. Rogers, used to say, look for the helpers, the people you might not notice who are nearby waiting to catch you. For a group of baby ducks, that helper turned out to be a man named Joel Anderson. For years, Joel was working as a humble loan officer at a bank in Spokane, Washington. He was the kind of guy you usually saw if you needed a loan. But for one day every spring, Joel would loosen his tie and provide a different kind of service. In 2018, Joel was working from his second-story office. 
downtown when he looked out of the window and noticed just below his office was a mother duck resting on a concrete awning 15 feet above the sidewalk beneath her rested a nest of about 10 eggs for the expecting mother duck it must have seemed like a smart place to put her nest there was ample protection and predators certainly could not reach it but each day as joel checked on the mother and her eggs from the desk he began to wonder how the new ducklings would get down from that height and then one day joel peeked out of the window as usual and saw then yellow balls of fuzz chirping they had hatched he watched as the mother gracefully floated down to the sidewalk and began quacking then joel's fear came true the ducklings lined up along the ledge of the awning one of the babies decided to join its mother and jump and crash Joel watched in horror as the duckling smacked onto the concrete sidewalk below and lay there motionless. After 10 long seconds the groggy baby duck recovered. Joel immediately thought I have got to get down there and help those things. He sprang from his desk, raced down the stairs to the sidewalk and looked up. One by one Those little yellow puff balls began to free fall off the ledge like lemmings. Back in college, Joel used to play baseball. He had lots of experience shagging fly balls, and as an added benefit, he was ambidextrous. So as the ducklings fell, he reached his hand out and gracefully plucked them one by one from there. Left hand, right hand, left hand, right hand. With each catch he gently lowered the duckling to the ground next to its mother just in time to catch the next at one point two ducklings jumped at the same time and joel nimbly caught both before they hit the pavement all the while the mama duck looked on with indifference after all the ducklings had safely made it to ground level joel realized that his work was not done it was a quarter mile walk to the river and the path was blocked by busy roads At first Joel thought about holding up traffic as the ducklings waddled behind their mother but it was futile in such heavy traffic so he and some helpers stuffed the ducklings into a cardboard box and followed the mother as she walked to the river All of the ducks made it there safely After they went Joel was declared in the local press as the duck man And in fact the name stuck because Joel's work wasn't finished. The next year the mother duck returned to the same awning above the sidewalk and the year after that each time Joel watched the newborn ducklings line up on the ledge and prepare to parachute down. And each time he was there ready to catch them. After 3 straight years of rescuing ducks the duck man became a local sensation. One year the rescue occurred during a popular festival parade and onlookers came to clap and cheer as Joel and the ducklings waddled their way to the safety of the river. Over time Joel would catch nearly 30 ducklings never dropping a single one. That's it for today's episode. I'm Anupam Kher. Be kind to yourself. 
एंड थैंक यू फॉर लिसनिंग अनुपम केयर इज ए प्रोडक्शन ऑफ आई हार्ट रेडियो आई एम योर होस्ट अनुपम केयर आर एग्जीक्यूटिव प्रोड्यूसर इज मंगेश हाथीकुडूर सीनियर प्रोड्यूसर जूलियन वेलर एसोसिएट प्रोड्यूसर मॉर्गन लावॉय साउंड डिजाइन एंड मिक्सिंग बाय जूलियन वेलर एंड डैन बाउजा म्यूजिक बाय एरोन कॉफमैन प्रोडक्शन सपोर्ट फ्रॉम एमिली मैरिनॉफ एंड मैरी ड्यू राइटिंग बाय लूकस राइली मैट रिडल मॉर्गन लावॉय एंड जूलियन वेलर लूकस राइली एंड मैट रिडल आर आर स्टोरी एडिटर्स Thanks to Sikin Paru, Herman D'Souza, Godwin Amana, CDM Studios, Connell Burn, and Bob Pittman. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of the values that you know Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com/live. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit dexcom.com. com.com slash compatibility.